Morning, friends. Hope you're all doing amazing. Saturday morning here, September 25th. It's my Saturday off from the salon. I wanted to grab some tea and sit with you. I don't know what time it is for you, but it's 1026 here for me, Massachusetts. I am super excited because today we're going to talk about the stages of dating after divorce. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this journey of just laughs? We just need more laughter. Don't we need more laughter? The world is absolutely insane right now. And here's one thing we can all relate to. Dating. Dating stinks. I don't, I have yet to meet someone that says dating is a blast. Are you with me on this one? Have you met anybody that has actually been single for more than a year or two years and said that they love dating? I have yet to meet someone that has said they love to date. So I think this this being episode one, um, I'm not really going to have an agenda on this podcast. I'm just going to take it episode by episode. And if you have any suggestions, if you have topics you want to hear about or you think are absolutely hilarious, um, I think in the near future I want to do a whole hour on funny experiences So if you have any, if we're connected on Facebook or Instagram, or if you want to send me a private message, I believe you can do that here too. Um, Send me a, hey, I would like to contribute and we can record something and do a whole hour on funny experience. I think that would be hilarious. I could probably write a book on funny experiences. So a little bit about me. Um, Again, we are going to not say names and we're not going to judge, and we're going to be kind, but all these stories are going to be true. So true stories, no judgment, no names. Um, I'm a hairstylist. I've been single for 15 years, lived alone with my daughters and my dog. Um, I've only been married once, married, divorced. And let me just tell you, my dating life has been an absolute roller coaster. Um, And I just always thought maybe I should write a book, you you know, just from being behind the chair for 27 years and being single for 15, that's enough in itself to write an encyclopedia. (laughs) Honestly, it's absolutely insane. It's fun. It's funny. It's just, it's a whirlwind of experiences. And I know so many can relate. Um, So today, my topic is going to be the stages of dating after divorce. Yeah, there are so many stages. You know them. You know them so well, because if you've been single for more than a year, whether it be after a long, serious relationship, living with someone or divorce, you know there are clear stages of dating after divorce. And I see it. I see it all the time. I'm so far past them. I just, I, I, I really don't date at this stage. I just figure whatever's going to happen is going to happen. But the stages of dating after divorce are absolutely hilarious. You know, they are clear. The first stage, the first stage after divorce is excitement. You're excited. You're excited to meet new people. You're excited to dress better, go out, have fun, have some drinks if you drink, and just meet new people, right? 
That's the first stage, excitement. And if you know what I'm talking about, you've been down this road of online dating, you know how this goes. This is actually the best part of dating stories because if you haven't experienced online dating, it's a must. I say it all the time. I say it to my clients. I say it to friends. When people are on the fence about whether they should, I say you have. everyone has to experience online dating. For me, it's just not for me. I've done it. I can't do it for more than 30 days. I personally cannot do it for more than 30 days because it's just, it's just so much work. I talk all day at work. I ask questions at work. My clients ask questions. We're always chatting. I like organic conversations. I like deep conversations and the small talk is just not for me. I mean, can we just talk about the small talk? Who actually likes small talk? What do you do for fun? Hell, I do nothing for fun. This is why I'm here, right? If I had fun, if I had all these, you know, fun activities I did every weekend, I certainly wouldn't be online dating, right? I mean, it's just ridiculous. I don't I don't know who likes small talk, but it's just not for me. So you I absolutely believe everyone needs to experience online dating though. You haven't lived until you experienced online dating. You you have to agree with that. But let's talk about the actual meat. The actual meat has got to be, do you get nervous? I'm wondering how many of you get nervous when you meet somebody for the first time. I do not, but it's, it's definitely an experience of a lifetime. You have to agree to that. So tell me this, do you meet them? Do you pick them up? Do you dress up? Do you do something inside or outside? Do you drink? Do you not drink? Do you meet more than one person at one night? I did have a client one time years and years ago. She literally said she meets one person every hour. So she designates one day and she'll set up her dates like meetings. One drink, one hour. I thought that was genius. Imagine that. You get dressed up once. One drink, one hour. Hilarious. Third stage is, I can't do this. I'm not doing this. You delete your online dating. You take a break. You're on social media. You're chatting. You're just not into it. You need a break. You go out with your friends. You dive deeper into work. Maybe you get a dog or a cat. You think this is it. I'm going to love someone that loves me back. And then you just decide it's not for you. And then stage four, pessimism. You're in pessimism. You know that's a stage. It's a stage. Even for the most positive people, it's a stage. It's a stage where you just think everyone's a mess. Everyone's a mess. And you're not going to date. I can't do it. You decide, you know what? I'm going to do some self-work. So you either join a gym, you go to the gym, you do some internal work, emotional work, you do some financial work, because God knows after divorce, many of us have to work on our financial piece. Or you just do some physical work. 
Maybe you do some Botox. Maybe you do some massage. Maybe you start taking care of yourself better than you ever have. You start to look and feel better. Finances are intact. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, you're intact. You put yourself back together. This is a beautiful stage. This is the most amazing stage of dating after divorce. You coast along and you decide, I am so worthy, but I need to work on myself. And you do the work and you succeed. And it's quite amazing. And then comes what? Yep, you know it. I think I'm going to try it dating again. Oh my God. Why do we do this? No, I'm just kidding. Did I say that out loud? I did. You think to yourself, you know what? Physically, spiritually, financially, emotionally, I'm so ready. This is the stage where the light bulb goes on and you know what you want. You know what you're worth and you know what you will not settle for. And then, and then my friends, what do you do? You go out and you start dating and you meet somebody and you actually meet somebody. That wall slowly comes down for some of us, a little slower than others, but it slowly comes down and you think this is it, this is it. This is the way it's supposed to be. And then guess what? They screw up. They screw up. Of course they screw up. Because this is what dating's about. Trial and error over and over and over again. But the best part about this stage is you've done the work. So you know what you need to do. And then it ends. And you're back to square one. Oh my God, dating. Dating is such a roller coaster. You have to admit, it's comical. And at this stage, you realize that you absolutely just have to laugh because you just can't do anything more. You just can't do anything more. And the most challenging, the last stage. The last stage, when you've done all the work, you've gone from divorce to online dating to pessimism, to self-work, to meeting somebody, to having failed relationships, to actually feeling like you're in such a good place and everybody else isn't. Do you feel me on that? You can detect when someone is not ready just by their vibe. And that, to me, is the most difficult place to be in. To be so aware sometimes a blessing and a curse. Do you guys agree? And if you ever hear this noise in the background of any of my podcasts, it's my little dog. It's Charlie. You can say hi to Charlie. Thanks for listening, friends. I'm going to keep these short and start to get longer as we go, build a relationship with you. I hope you'll follow me on every episode. If you have any input, anything you want to share, any feedback, say hi to Charlie. Please send me a message. I love y'all. Have a great day.